Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. They got evil spirits and we got the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. What can the evil spirit do against the Holy One? It can't do nothing. And so the quicker you realize that, that you need the word of God, the better off you will be. Because no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in the day of judgment, it shall be condemned with God. All things are made possible unto them who believe. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Please, ma'am, please, sir, grab your Bibles, grab all your study material, if you would. And uh, let's jump right on into this word. If you would, please do me a favor. If you would, click that like button as well as that subscribe button and subscribe to our channel as well as share this word all over the world. Share it to your mom, your dad, your family, your friends, all of those. All right. So let's jump right on into this thing. So the believer's armor against Satan. Uh, I want you to be aware that there are seven key essentials that we're going to go over tonight that is going to be relevant for you as a believer in your spiritual journey so that you can have these things tucked away so that when it's time to go into battle against Satan, you have seven key essentials that you need to deal with. And we'll go through those in scripture. So each born again believer needs to realize their position, their responsibility, and their battleground as well as their spiritual armor that God has provided for us to have in order to have complete victory over the powers of evil or the powers of Satan. The Lord has given to the church, the believer, uh, spiritual weapons, which are mighty through God. These are not carnal weapons, but they come from the Lord's armory. You'll see that in Jeremiah 15, 25, for it says the Lord has opened his armory and brought out the weapons of his indignation. Indignation means wrath. So the Lord God has already has weapons in store for us to use at any given time. And he wants to uh, uh, pass those out to the believers so that we can have them. So the number one uh, key central that we need that we're going to focus on right now is the word of God. Amen. We as believers need to know the word of God. If you don't know the word of God, then you cannot fight against Satan or the evil powers. Let's look at John 8 and 31 through 32. And I'm reading out the New Living Translation. It says, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. Verse 32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So in order to not be bound or to be shackled by the enemy, we have to know the word. And the more we know the word and the more we know truth, the more we'll be free. Satan cannot hold you down if you know the word. Because if you know the word, you are do, you are what? Free. You are no longer held down. Uh, St. John 1. St. John 1, this is a familiar passage of scripture. Amen. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So there you go right there. The word of the Lord has been with us since the very beginning. The word of the Lord is who? God. 
Okay, the word was God. But notice verse 14. It says, and the word became flesh. The word is who? Jesus Christ. And dwelt among us, and he, excuse me, and we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So once you know the word of God, and you partake of the word of God, and you now have the fullness of Jesus Christ down on the inside of you. So the more I know the word, the more I know Jesus. But the less I know the word, then the less I know Jesus. So I got to get in the word. Why? Because the word was God, and the word was with God, and the word was made by God, and the word put on flesh. That word put on flesh. Jesus Christ, God sent his son, Jesus, to put on flesh, to dwell among us. So we have to put on the word of God, and we have have to have that word down on the inside of us. All right. One particular place said that the word is sweeter than a honeycomb. The word of the Lord is like a hammer. So we have to prepare ourselves in order to fight against the enemy because we got to know the word. We have to know the word. Let's look at Psalms 119. Uh, let's look at uh, verse 130. It says the teaching of of your word gives light. The teaching of the Lord's word gives light. Okay. So the, even the simple can understand this light is not like the light as you click on, on and off. This right here is the enlightenment of your soul. Okay. The, the enlightenment of your understanding. Okay. Bringing light on things, shedding light upon things, bringing understanding. Okay. Notice verse 133. It says, guide my steps by your word. So I will not be overcome by evil. The more you know the Lord's word, you will not be overcome by evil. Ephesians 1, 17 through 19. It says, verse 17 out of the New King James Version says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Who is him? Jesus Christ. The eyes of your understanding, I talked about this earlier in Psalms, being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the works of his mighty power. You got to know the Lord's word. You got to know God's word in order to receive an inheritance. Okay. It says it right there in scriptures. And you also have to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in order to receive that inheritance and also to dwell according to his working of his mighty power. Okay. The number two essential that we must have is the name of Jesus. That's our number two. That's our number two weapon right there. Number one weapon was the word of God. The number two weapon that we need to have is the name of Jesus. Jesus gave the believer the legal right to use his name. His name represents our power and authority. He stands behind his name. There is no higher authority. The power is not in us, but it's in him whose name we bear. The power is not in us. I cannot do anything under Kendrick's name. It, it ain't going to hold water nowhere. It ain't going to hold water in a wet paper bag. But in Jesus' name, 
He has all authority and all power is under his name. Demons are subject to Jesus' name. Okay, notice Matthew 10 and 1, uh, New King James Version, it says, And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. So he gave them that power and he gave them that authority through who? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ gives us the authority and the power that we need to cast out unclean spirits. Notice Luke 10, 17 through 19. 17 says, then the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to your name. <laughs> Behold, I give you the authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions all over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I want to read that again. Verse 19 says, Behold, I give you the authority. This is Jesus talking to the disciples. He says, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over everything, over the power and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So Jesus gives that power, gives us that power. So when you receive the power of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost, nothing is going to hurt you for you shall trample. You have the authority. Authority means power. You shall have authority over serpents and scorpions, which in representations are demonic or evil uh, things that are subject by the enemy. Okay. So, it's a typology of an evil uh, spirit or unclean spirit, should I say, uh, that you'll have power over. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 16 and 18, New King James Version. And this she said for many days, but Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you. In the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her and he came out that very hour. That's why we need the name of Jesus Christ as one of our arsenals, as one of our weapons as a believer. We have to know the name of Jesus and by knowing the name of Jesus, we also know what comes with the name of Jesus. You have to understand that power that comes with the name of Jesus. Okay. Notice Philippians 2, 10 through 11 says that at the name of Jesus, watch this, this is how powerful that name is. Every knee should bow of those where about in heaven and of those on the earth and those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory to God the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. So that name Jesus is very important as believers that we know that name. The third weapon that we need. Amen. We need to have Christ on the inside of us. The Christ in you. By new birth, the Holy Spirit indwells the believer. It indwells the believer. It takes over the believer. Greater is he that is in the believer 
than he that is in the world. Notice Colossians 1.27, New King James Version. It says, to them God willed to make known that are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is in you, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So amen, the Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen, so when you got Christ on the inside of you, you have hope. Amen. Notice 1 John 4, 15. Verse 15 says, all who declare that Jesus is the son of God have God living in them and they live in God. So if you call and you declare Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you know that Jesus is the son of God, then amen. God is living on the inside of you. Amen. And you live in God. Amen. We must believe that God is the father. Jesus is the son. In order for God to live on the inside of us. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians 6 and 17 says, but he who joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Amen. We must be joined with the Lord Jesus Christ in order to be connected with him as well as the father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The fourth spiritual armor that we need as believers is the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. The sinless and incorruptible blood of Jesus is the cleansing power in the believers against sin. The blood of Jesus Christ is our redemption ground. The blood of Jesus Christ is our justification and it keeps us clean before God. The blood of Jesus Christ it saves the blood of Jesus Christ it purifies the the blood of Jesus Christ it makes me new it makes me whole it makes me proud to know that I am a believer the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed upon Calvary's cross amen is so precious to me amen and it should be precious to you amen because it was that blood that caused everything everything that we believe, amen, Every, it caused everything that we believe to be made true, amen. They prophesied about the blood of Jesus. They prophesied about Jesus dying on the cross, amen. They done it in the Old Testament, amen. They knew these things were going to happen. It's the blood of Jesus, amen. The atonement, whoa, thank you, Jesus, of our sacrifice. We no longer have to burn or sacrifice gophers and heifers uh, and all those and goats and things like that, bulls and calves. We no longer have to uh, uh, sacrifice those things. Why? Because those things only just cleanses for a little while. Amen. But the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us throughout eternity. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Romans 3.25 says, for God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for what? Sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life through the shedding of his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in the time past. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. Hallelujah. Notice Revelations 12 and 11. And they have defeated him. 
by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. Amen. Him being Satan. Amen. We have defeated Satan. We have defeated evil powers, evil doctrines by what? The blood of the lamb, the blood of Jesus Christ. We have defeated sin. We have defeated death. We have defeated it by what? The blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your fifth, uh, armor that you need is the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit. The believer who is spirit filled is given equipment also to contend with and withstand all the power of the enemy. Jesus cast out spirits by the power of the Holy Spirit. As a man, he utterly depended upon the Spirit, the Holy Spirit who resides on the inside of us. God is omnipotent, okay? His omniscience, he's omnipresent and greater than every other spirit in the world. Amen. Notice John 14 and 17, it says, he is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and it does not recognize him. But you know him because he lives within you and later will be in you. Amen. He lives with you now and later will be in you. Amen. This is Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. He had, he had not yet ascended into heaven yet. Okay. And so he's telling him, he said, the Holy Spirit is now with you, but later it's going to be in you. Amen. So we need the Holy Spirit to do what? Lead us and guide us into all truth. Amen. And how can you recognize, amen, uh, you can recognize those who are filled with the Holy Spirit by the fruits that they bear. Amen. Hallelujah. Acts 1 and 8 says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be a witness to me. A witness to who? Jesus Christ in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So when the Holy Spirit come upon you, amen, the Bible said that you shall receive power. You shall receive Deuteronomy's power, Holy Ghost power, amen. And when that power comes upon you, when the Spirit comes upon you, you shall be able to witness about Jesus Christ all over the world. You ought to be able to tell somebody about Jesus Christ all over the world. You ought to be able to tell somebody how good God has been to you, how good, how he set you free, how he healed your body, how he renewed your mind, how he, how he convicted you in your heart and set you free, how the Lord Jesus Christ made a way out of nowhere, how the Lord Jesus Christ created withers in the desert, how the Lord Jesus Christ declared, allowed you to be able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think according to what the power that works on the inside of you. You need the Holy Ghost in order to defeat Satan and all of his evil spirits. They got evil spirits and we got the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. What can the evil spirit do against the Holy One? It can't do nothing. And so the quicker you realize that, that you need the word of God, the better off you will be because no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in the day of judgment, it shall be condemned with God. All things are made possible unto them who believe. And you got to believe, brothers and sisters, it's the Holy Ghost that transforms. It's the Holy Ghost that renews. And it's the Holy Ghost that 
revives us each and every day. Thank you, Jesus. Notice Luke 24 and 49 out of the New Living Translation. It says, and now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. Amen. There's Jesus. Amen. Talking to his disciples, telling them to stay in the city. Stay where you are, my brother. Stay where you are, my sister. Amen. If you ain't got it yet, just keep staying there. Amen. It's not a hard thing. God is going to give it to those that are willing and able to receive it. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And if you stay there, if you stay in that place, if you stay in the presence of God, the Holy Spirit will come and it will fill you and it will consume you from the power from heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And the next armor that you need, number six, is the gifts of the spirit. Another spiritual weapon is the gift of the spirit of the gift of the discerning spirits. That is a proactive gift enabling the church, which is the body of Christ. Amen. A believer uh, to discern what spirits is at work in a supernatural manifestation. Amen. Notice 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. This is a little lengthy, but it says, verse 4 says, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit, there are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. Okay. Just as there are differences in ministries and differences in gifts, they're all operating under the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but each but is this the same, excuse me, but it is the same God who works all in all. All right. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So that gift is given to profit all, meaning to profit all with the father, the son and the Holy Spirit. That's what is going to profit. Amen. For to one is giving the word of wisdom through the spirit to another, the word of of knowledge through the same spirit to another by faith, the same spirit to another gifts of healing by the same spirit. Notice it all by who the same spirit, amen to another, the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another different kinds of tongues to another, the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he will. So Jesus Christ, amen, the Holy Spirit are distributing these all by what? The same spirit to each individual as he wills. Jesus gives these gifts to each individual as he wills, but it's all under the same spirit. Amen. Whether you have the gift of tongues or the gift of prophecy, they both should be honoring who? Jesus Christ. It should be a reflection of the Holy Spirit. One can't be a reflection of the Holy Spirit, and then the other be a reflection of the unclean spirit. Amen. That's unclean. That's that's not right. That's unbalanced. That's false. So they both all under the what? Same spirit. Okay. First John 4, 2 through 3. We're going to look at the A clause of the New King James Version. It says, By this you know, the Spirit of God. Every spirit, watch this, that confess the name Jesus Christ has came in the flesh is of God. Okay. Verse two says, by this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And 
Every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. So, in other words, simple as be. In other words, if you proclaim that Jesus Christ came in the flesh, according to what? John 1, verse 14, where it says, and the word put on flesh. First John says, if you don't confess and believe that Jesus came in the flesh of God, is of God, amen, then you are of him. But if you don't believe it, then you're not of him. Amen. So that's where the Holy Spirit comes in right there. It allows you to believe that Jesus Christ came in as flesh and he came from God so that we can be in who? Christ Jesus said, no man shall come to the Father except they first come by me. We got to go through Jesus Christ in order to get to God our Father. And lastly, amen, the whole armor of God. God has provided all the armor needed by the believer in spiritual warfare. Each piece of this spiritual armor is important. Okay, it is by the spiritual weapons which God has given to the church that all believers may be able to war a good warfare and be a part of that victorious church, which the gates of hell shall not prevail. Matthew 12, 28 says, but if I cast out demons by the spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Amen. You need to be able to cast out devils or demons by the spirit of God and having the Holy Spirit. Notice Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, as it deals with the whole armor of God. Verse 10 says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle, watch this, against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, which are uh, demonic uh, 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 angels that have been transformed uh, or powers that be or evil powers uh, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Amen. We know if we, if we, if we are in our body, if you've been following me since uh, number one of this series, you know that there was uh, wickedness that was going on in the heavenly places. Amen. Satan got kicked out of heaven. Amen. Satan had sin in his heart when he wanted to be against God. So therefore there was wickedness. Where about in heavenly places? Okay, so therefore, take up the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all you can to stand. Stand, therefore, having your uh, girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the perspiration of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which was with which with with excuse me, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spear, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Amen. We need to put on the whole armor of God each and every day. Amen. When me and my wife pray at the end of our prayer, we ask the Lord, amen, to, to, to arm us with the whole 
armor of God. Amen. We ask the Lord God to, 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 to cover us. We declare Psalms 91 over our lives and we put on the whole armor of God to protect us each and every day and throughout the day. Why? Against the wiles of the devil, against the tricks of the enemy so that we as believers will be able to stand in this evil day. Amen. God bless you, my brothers. God bless you, my sisters. Amen. That's all that I have for you on tonight. I pray that each of you are, have been blessed by this word. And I pray that, that this is something that you can add to your notes and understand that we all have a believer's armor and we all have to make sure that we keep our armor polished up. How can you keep your armor polished up? Well, I'm so glad you asked. You can keep your armor polished up by continuing in the word of the Lord. Amen. Because the more I stay in the word of the Lord, the more it's going to show me who I am, number one. And then two, it's going to show me my purpose. It's going to show me my destiny. And it's going to show me how I can fight and win against Satan. God bless you, my brothers and my sisters. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the word that has came forth. We thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to receive and be partakers of your name. And we ask in your name, in Jesus' name, as we declare that all things will be done in decency and in order. We ask in your name that as we come against every power at be, as we come against Satan, as we come against every satanic, satanic wrath, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will cover us, that you will shield us, and that you will protect us from the wrath of the enemy. We pray now in Jesus' name that we are covered, that we are shielded, and we put on the whole armor of God. So we put on the helmet of salvation. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. We put on the belt of truth. We put on the shoes of peace and we carry the shield of faith and we carry the sword of the spirit, which represents the word of the Lord. And so Lord God, I pray now that your people are covered and that they are safe and secure from all the wilds of the enemy. And we pray now in your son Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. I love you. And I'll see you next time on the Kingdom Rock Network. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.